Ja. We gaan er gewoon voor. Let's fucking go. Huh? <laughs> dat, dat heeft dus iedereen gehoord, Remco. <laughs> Hello, oh, and it's black. Love it. Can we fix that? No. Oh yeah, we can have a still image. Okay, guys. So <laughs> for everybody that's watching today, we're very happy to have you on <laughs> the first <laughs> episode of the State of the Metaverse. Um, and unfortunately, for whatever reason, my camera has decided to fail me completely. Every time I turn it on, or at least I turn on the stream, it works for about five seconds and then this happens, uh, it freezes up, and I cannot figure out for the life of me how to fix it. So today, unfortunately, you'll just have to deal with a picture of your most amazing uh, app, uh, Metaverse <laughs> Chief Marketing Officer, and you can't see me laughing about it, uh, unfortunately. So, but um, we're already five minutes late, so without further ado, let's just dive into it. Today, we're going to show you some developments from uh, Move IA in, in motion capture with iPhone. And that has everything to do with a very, very special guest that we have for you today as well. Because today on the show, we will be we'll, I will be interviewing Remco Sikema from Xsense Movella. And he's going to tell us everything about the future of motion capture and motion capture suits and their role in the development of the metaverse. Um, we're also going to show you a quick update on level and game developments. And um, we're also going to spend some time on, a, some, on something very interesting, which is a, uh, a, a, a new technology that they're developing to be able to smell in the metaverse. Um, personally, I'm super excited about that. I can't wait to have unlimited apple pie in the metaverse uh, without getting fat. So I'm super excited for that. <laughs> um, so um, there's, there's a screen freeze. Yeah. Oh, did I? Oh my God. Oh, oh. okay, guys. Remco, yes. I'm going to have to do that whole story again because uh, not only did the, the screen freeze completely um, distract me, and I, but that led to me not unmuting myself on Telegram. So even though on YouTube, everybody could hear my nice little story, People on Telegram have no idea what's going on. So for all of you people out there on Telegram, um, I'm having some serious technical difficulties. Uh, there's a screen freeze, as you can see, and that's because for whatever reason, the camera does not work any longer than five seconds. So after five seconds, it completely freezes and you won't be able to uh, see me move anymore. And no matter what I do, I can't seem to fix it. Um, yeah. It's kind of unfortunate because I've been trying to fix that for the last half hour and uh, there's just no more time to get it done for whatever reason. But we have Remco on the show today, Remco Sigma from Xsense Movella. So I'm going to do a super in cool interview with him. Um, we're also going to talk about the future of motion capture in the metaverse. And we have uh, a cool little video to show you on that. And uh, we're going to talk about a really cool development uh, that is smell in the metaverse, which is apparently something that some people are developing. And like I was telling before I recognized the fact that I again forgot to unmute myself, I can't wait to get some apple pie in the metaverse and be able to uh, eat that unlimited without getting fat because who doesn't want that? So, yes. um, let's see. 
Um, so, first of all, I want to quickly jump into the... Or quickly... No, let's do this because I kind of need to go on the fly here. I had some videos prepared, but obviously due to the technical difficulty, the videos is not standing ready. And unfortunately, I know that I always have a super professional setup, but there's not a whole team of technicians here helping me to figure this out. So um, I'm going to switch you guys over to our guest Remco. And then Remco, I'd like you to tell everybody a little bit about yourself, about Xsense Movella and um, yeah, something that's not on your LinkedIn profile. So let's uh, just switch over so that everybody can see your wonderful face, which is not in the yet, but impressive nonetheless. Hey Remco, how are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Um, at least my uh, camera is working, as you can see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I also I already said to Aragon, so he, he already killed uh, the metaphors before even entering it. So uh, it's a, that's something, you know. Yep. Uh, thanks uh, for the, the short introduction. And um, um, so my name is Remco Sikkema. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm for Movella, Xsense. I'm the, the senior marketing communication manager. Um, I'm really into Metaverse and everything around it, including NFTs. Uh, I've been starting, I think, somewhere the half of last year uh, with some uh, some deep dive into this uh, this spectrum, mm -hmm. and it's it's just you know it's it's awesome. You know, there's so much going going on. It's 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 fast paced. Um, I just bought my first NFT actually yesterday you know, I've been involved in it for quite some time but now I really bought one so that's already also a really exciting point it's a J-Punk so Jurassic Punk so look it up um, and what is not on my profile is well yeah maybe you can see I'm a really great Marvel fan so I read all of those um, I'm now uh, reading the the X the X series from um, uh, the the X Men. So maybe you're you're uh, you're into this. Um, I'm super uh, into that actually. Uh, but I, I well, I've always been a massive X Men fan. But I've really become a, a Marvel fan, honestly, only since the movies came out. Because the only thing I read before that was Spider Man. <laughs> Ah, my son is into Spider-Man, so I have a big box here actually on the on, on the I'm on the attic, and I have a big box here with all Spider-Mans in Dutch because uh, I'm I'm really about you know the English versions, uh, and and I always was like oh the Dutch I'm never gonna read them because it's uh, I don't know it it it's it's supposed to be in the original language, but yeah he wants to read them as well and he uh, he's ten years old so he's now in his bed reading this little. Uh, uh, Spider-Man books, it is really awesome. And I watched all the Avatar movies with him, you know, like 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 the last couple of months, you know, during COVID. Yeah. Uh, and he he also got it. And then I watched them back, you know, I already saw them, you know, every time. And I watched them back and then you know, sometimes you then see all the little things that they already prepared in like Iron Man One, you know, and then it comes yeah. back to like the Avengers Endgame is like, wow, you know, these guys were on top of it from the beginning. You know, it's it's really amazing. I can't really think of, you know, a, a film series that is that elaborate and, you know, that, you know, concise in it. It's really cool. Yeah. In, uh, uh, something interesting. I, I always find it absolutely fascinating how all of these movie directors, they seem to be on top of all of this stuff. 
Sometimes yeah. I wonder how these guys ever got their job and and are doing it because it, to me it feels like they spend all their time reading comics. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine you know, like a wall there, you know, with all these wires like this is connected to that and such and so it is is so complicated. Yeah. But it's it's also you know flabbergasting. So and I still love those movies and uh, yeah and I also read those. So that's uh, I'm really looking forward to the next step for Marvel. You know, where is it? all going all this meta all this uh, multiverse stuff i yeah. love it yeah cool and um is there any connection uh, remco between your love of marvel comics uh, the x-men and uh, your 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 your, uh, your your work in the motion caption industry well the funny thing is so i i i was always a marvel fan <clears throat> and i was working at a company and we did um uh yeah it was pre-scan so we did um, um body scans and then a friend of mine who was actually working at Xsense back then, and he, we were working together on, on some uh, projects. Yeah. And he was leaving because he was uh, getting an, uh, a new uh, a new job. So he said, well, you know, you're into games, you're into Marvel, maybe, you know, I have something for you. And then you know, I, I, I got an interview at, at, at Xsense and I was like, wow, you know, I got to work here. Because I was actually planning to move to another, because I come from the, the, the other side of the Netherlands, I wanted to go back. Yeah. And and I got this this interview and I was like, ah, mom, this is my my dream job. And then I'm now here for 12 years, 13 years almost, and it's still you know my dream job. And one of the things that's really cool is almost every Marvel movie that's made is powered by our technology. Mm-hmm. And you know we cannot always talk about it because it's all on the NDAs, you know, whatever. But there's yeah. like Black Panther, like Iron Man. Um, I think, well, there's a couple of movies where, where it's openly known, you know, that we are used for, uh, for this movie. And that's so cool. You know, we had like a, 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 a premiere uh, mm-hmm. organized for Black Panther with all the companies. So we actually watched the film, you know, the day before it came out. Yeah. You know, stuff like this, you know, you cannot beat that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the connection. You know, it's it's really cool. And then all you know, all the films that come out with special effects in it. You know, a lot of those are being uh, powered by Xsense, cool. and that's all really cool to know. And so, you know, uh, can can you tell us a little bit about how how did you end up working at Xsense? Yeah. So, <clears throat> so I was uh, so back in the days I was like. Uh, um, uh, in the you know in the Netherlands, so in, in halfway nineties there was like a blogging, um, and the blog weblogs came up, and I was like I was I was one of the first webloggers in the Netherlands. Did you know that? No, uh, I didn't. There was like Alt zero one six nine. Maybe you know that in the, from the past. It's like yeah. a cult thing, and I, and there was Sigma.net, That's me. So there. We were. I was one of the first, and that's why. I, that's how I, I learned. You know, a little bit of writing. I was into content. And I was into creating. Uh, yeah, nice pieces of text. And this evolved. You know, in me becoming into marketing more and more and more. And also, I worked at Planet Internet, which is about you know selling internet connections and also for uh, the um, for businesses. So there was also a technical side on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm tech. You know, that that somehow evolved in all this. You know, and then I came to this Xsense part and also connected to game and film. You know, it just 
connected. You know, this was me. You know, this is this is my company. This is where I needed to work. Right. So this is how this all all evolved. You know, it's it's from personal interest. It's from tech insights, and then you know this this all collided in the in here. It's like it was meant to be. You know, <laughs> sometimes you have it. I think it's yeah. the same for you. You know, I, I I heard you. Where was it? I think I, I heard you on the BNR, and you have similar you know it's it all comes together at one point and it's like ah you know you need to be here yeah yeah i know what you mean I, honestly um i was thinking about that this week and uh, it sounds crazy i used to work at linkedin and i thought that working for a company like linkedin was the best thing in the world i really loved it there but although i love my work and i love my colleagues and I, I i didn't i mean i thought linkedin was a great product don't get me wrong but i i didn't realize it at the time but i didn't I didn't, I didn't feel like that was what I was meant to do necessarily. It was just something that, that was there, that I was good at. That was not bad. That was pretty good. Um, and that was it. And until I met this, found this job, and maybe you feel a little bit the same. I just, I mean, I was, I was working for myself before this, right? I was self-employed and it was a big step for me to go back and work for a company. But now I'm here. It feels like I finally found my calling. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can I can relate for sure. And uh, and LinkedIn is indeed also not bad. You know, it's also yeah. a really cool company. For sure now, you know, I'm really into LinkedIn as you might know. I do so, know. Yeah. Uh, You're a big uh, one. <laughs> yeah, so I can I can imagine that was also something. But mate, I don't know how long that was. You know, it's uh, LinkedIn is also now growing in you know, the last few years. It's yep. uh, before it was Facebook and probably in a in few years it will be something different. Yeah. But now you know this is the time and the place for LinkedIn for sure. Yeah. It's it's kind of funny that you say LinkedIn's growing in the last few years because <laughs> I, 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 I've been on LinkedIn since pretty much you now in the very early on in the two thousands. And I feel that the same thing that happened with me there is happening to me now. I'm on it. I feel that it's already, you know, the place to be and then only ten years later does it really explode. So I have the same thing with the metaverse now. I'm sure I am, as I'm sure you do too. And but I really hope that this time it's not going to take ten years for people to realize where we're at. <laughs> okay. So um, perhaps it's nice for everybody watching this today or later on um, to show them a little bit about Xsense Movella. So we have a little video here uh, on cue. So I'm just gonna uh, shimmy into that, and uh, we'll have a quick look at that, and then we'll come back here. Visible? I see it, but it's a little small. <laughs> small side, isn't it? Start from start again. Big sense took on the challenge. Ah, uh, here you go. Motion capture in extreme magnetic conditions. Whew. Yeah. I actually haven't seen this one yet. My team prepared this. I have an amazing team. So you want me to talk about this? Yeah, you can tell us about it. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, uh, yeah, motion capture is, is, so we provide inertial motion capture. That, that means you don't need any cameras, you don't need any external input to, to get, you know, the avatar that you see here. Um, so normally you need cameras all around and that's not what we use. 
And the only thing is, so we rely on technologies such as barometers, magnetometers, accelerometers, you know, those are in our, our uh, suit. Yeah. And one thing is there's magnetometers. And magnetometers can, of course, be challenged by the surroundings. And it, as you see here, there's a lot of containers which are, you know, pure, pure uh, uh, iron. And they normally would, you know, would, would mess up the whole data. And that's what we overcome. You know, that's what that's actually our best point. You know, we we are magnetic immune. We can go anywhere. It doesn't matter. You know, and that's actually our our big point. And and this this video demonstrates it it perfectly. We said, you know, where should we go that people would be amazed to see? You know, what what would be the biggest challenge? And we said, well, now this, you know, in between those big containers full of iron, you know, if we can, if we can be that, you know, we can be it all. Yeah. So we can. Cool, very cool. And so like, maybe you can tell us a little bit because um, we have a, we have another video, video, and we're going to look at it uh, in a bit. But uh, can you tell us a little bit about the journey that Ixens Morfella has come through? Because I mean, it, it looks amazing. It looks very, you know comfortable you just have this this pretty simple suit to put on which is basically just like you know a nike a nike workout uh, <laughs> gym set uh which everybody's wearing uh in the streets to work and, and all the time even to church on sunday now so uh is that what we're gonna see with Movella xsense or and, and was it always like this or where did you guys come from so yeah it's a long journey so we started in 2000 and then um, we have two founders, they come from the, the UT, which is uh, the University of Twente. And they, they, uh, they thought of a, a little sensor that you could put on your shoe. And when you started running, you could see your trajectory, you could see uh, the pace, you could see the speed. Um, and you could even talk to others, you know, about your, your, uh, your run. Uh, and it was, it was 2000. And so they went to sports uh, clubs uh, or the sports uh, companies uh, and they, 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 they showed this. And they said, no, no this is too, too bulky, you know, it doesn't work. And, and you think now, you know, that was 2000 and now everyone has Runkeeper or, you know, whatever app, you know, that you can think of. It's like a given thing at this moment. But then it was, they were pre... You know, they were too early. That was it. But so they thought, how can we use this technology in a different way? And they actually use it on marine, which is uh, uh, measuring boats. Um, you know, the boat uh, goes on the wave and the state of the boat is different. So they measure this. So this is where it all started. And when they, once they said, OK, we have this one sensor. Let's put those sensors on the body. You know everywhere and see you know what comes out of it and then you apply a biomechanical model as it as it uh, uh, is called and then you can actually make an avatar of yourself you know, a digital representation of mm -hmm. yourself and that's about 2006 2007 when that was introduced so 14 so, years uh, ago and they were already thinking about avatars yeah yeah there was there was and we started in the vfx you know the first movie that that the first big movie that was used for was um, Alice in Wonderland. You know, oh. there's, there's the, the one you know, with the, Johnny Depp? Yeah, actually. Yeah, oh, I love yeah. that movie. I have that suit. I went to a LinkedIn uh, Halloween party with that suit on, dressed up like like uh, like like Johnny Depp, and everybody was super freaked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
but it was it was super cool. And awesome. um, and and yeah, that was like the first one. And actually, you know, I know the stories on set. It was it was a mess. <laughs> you know, it was really hard because it was all new for us and it was new for them. Um, but in the end, you know, it worked out. You know, the twins they were done with our suit, and uh, the one with the long really legs. Really, the dude? Oh my god, that's I didn't know that. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have pictures of those. And and the the, the guy with the long legs. Yeah. Uh, uh, I forgot his knife. No, I, I forgot his name. But that one was also done with, uh, with uh, the XN suit. So that was like the first big movie. Um, and, and Name we were of like, Hearts. Yes, exactly. Exactly that one. So that was uh, that was the first big movie, and that was I I'm, I don't remember, but it's, I was there. So I started in 2009. Um, so I think it was like 2010, I think. Mm -hmm. So and, and from then, you know, it it evolved, and now you know we have this suit, and we use it for entertainment. You know where where this is about, but we also use it for sport. We also use it for health. We also use it for uh, economics. Um, and the sensors, uh, the, the single sensors, they are still being used in industrial surroundings. Um, autonomous vehicles, drones, uh, ships, like I said before, mm -hmm. um, uh, warehousing, indoor and outdoor warehousing, logistics. So it's being used everywhere. Yeah. Everything that moves, you know, either a human or a machine, yeah. we can, yeah, we can. Uh, contribute, you know, you can make it efficient or better. Or yeah. So I have I have another video here um, of uh, uh, I would like to have a look at uh, with uh, together with you, uh, Remco, because I would uh, I would like to get your response on this. It's a topic that uh, you know I keep bringing it up whenever I talk to you, but um, yeah. let's have a look. So this is a video from uh, from Move. It's uh, in well, I don't know if it's one of your competitors. Maybe you don't think uh, of it like that at all. But it's definitely one of the companies in the uh, in the space that I see almost on a daily basis as they're working. I'll play it one more time as they're working on uh, motion capture without a suit. And uh, so on this, uh, what you see in this video is they're using two iPhones on a tripod uh, to capture his movement. And uh, when you look at this, you know, I have to say I was uh, I was absolutely amazed by the quality of that. So you and me, we've had this conversation before, and you always emphasize that uh, this is really cool and it definitely has a place, especially going forward in the metaverse, but uh, we shouldn't put it on the same level as a Movella XN suit. And I would love for you... To, uh, to to explain that a little bit uh, for, for our audience today. By the way, chat, if you guys have questions, I'm monitoring the chat everywhere. So if you have questions for Remco, please type it in the chat and we'll get around to it. Or put up your hand in the uh, video call. So, sorry, go ahead, uh, Remco. So tell us, what do you, no, how do you feel no, about fine. that? Keep chatting, guys. That's good. Um, so... You know, there's different kind of technologies for motion capture. You know, there's there are several ways to, like we say in, in, in the Netherlands, there are several ways that go to Rome. You know, there's inertial, what, what we do. Uh, there's optical with cameras, and there's now AI. Um, and I, in my opinion, they all have their own space. You know, uh, if you look at AI, which is what you just saw, it's it's upcoming, and I think it's really cool for for uh, for and with, with respect, the lower end of the market. Um, for one thing, they, it's, it's not live. You know, that is one thing I, I think you need to realize. So you cannot do it live um, at this point. And then there's... So this is, is this not real time? 
No, no, it's not real. At this moment, it cannot be real time, but I'm sure it can be at some point. So uh, it will develop for sure. Yeah. Um, That's of course something that you can see. Yeah? When you're watching a video like this, it seems real time, but you can't really see. I mean, they might have just recorded it you and put know. the two videos together. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know, and and this is always uh, the case, and also with other uh, uh, mocap technology, you don't know. You know, you see a video, and you don't know if it post if it's post processed or if it's live or you know whatever. Yeah. Um, but what we see, so we see all these technologies, and I think they can live either with each other, and they can also be separate to each other because yeah. every one of them has their strong points. Yeah. You know, if you think about. Uh, inertial technology, what we do, just like I showed you in the video, you can yep. do it anywhere. You can do it anywhere. It doesn't matter. Yep. You know, you can you can jump from a plane, have a suit on, and it works. You know, yep. it's okay. Um, and you cannot do that with with this. You know, because yep. you need a camera, you need you need a setup, you need a, a special lighting. Most uh, cases, yep. you know, there, there's all kinds of, of things that you need. Um, and for optical, which is like our, you know, you have inertial and you have optical. Now you, you do that in a in a in a studio, um, and that's really accurate. You know, that's that's a lot of uh, uh, games use it because it's it's you know these little twitches they can they can take yeah. and they can they can make the position uh, really accurate. So yeah. if you have two two players and you know they're fighting with each other, yeah. then optical might be you know a good solution. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's games that use um, skiing, you know, and then they come to us. Yeah. There's there's games that use boxing. They also come to us, but some, yeah. yeah, some cases it's this, and it's in in, in yeah. some cases the other. I think and somebody the- in chat just uh, made a really nice comment. Uh, Marky 46 said um, the iPhone tech or any camera tech is also uh, more static because. At the end of the day, depending on how many cameras you use, but it does, well, even that doesn't matter, I guess, because you're limited to the space. So there's there's def, def, definite boundaries. So you can do a quick recording, but you can't really walk around like you can with a Mofella XN suit in a in a massive uh, scale space. Well, thank you, Mark 046. That's uh, that's indeed. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. You know, it's yeah. also when you when you have the suit on and you do like a hundred meter run, you know. Yeah, you can go on. You can go on. You can go, you know, to the end of the metaverse, yeah. and it still works. Um, and this is this is also different. So if you have a studio, you're bound to the volume, as that's called. You know, yeah. the volume is the the space where the cameras can see you. Yeah. If you go outside of the volume, they cannot see you anymore. Yeah. Um, and we yeah, we can go anywhere. You know, it's also you know we've been in the in the desert. We've been you know jumping. Uh, from planes, it's yeah, everything, you yeah. Know? and that is that is the biggest difference. Yeah. Uh, and we are at the same level in accuracy mm-hmm. for you know, the, the optical and the uh, the inertial and the AI. It's coming up, but yeah. I I can see it happening that somebody is behind this you know uh, computer just like I am now, mm-hmm. and there is you know and and camera set up you know that that could work. Yeah. And it's and you know then it's, it's it could be really low barrier you know to get yep. in into the metaverse. I can see that happening. Yeah, I, I, have, see- I have some questions that tie into this uh, actually. Uh, we have Seedman who's in uh, Telegram. He's one of our, our regulars. Hey Seedman, good to see you, uh, buddy. So uh, he says, um, will Yom avatars be able to move like that first video with the XN suit? And is it for everyone? Now, so. Um, 
actually, uh, the reason we brought Remco on the show is because Exense Movella and uh, and uh, your Open Metaverse Beamup are are basically partners. We work together, so it's no coincidence. So, if the qu- the answer to your question, Seedman, is yes, absolutely. In fact. We are already working, you know, I, I know that I keep hinting at this, but we're working with some artists uh, that will be, you know, be on our platform in the future. And uh, they are going to be using uh, a Mofella XN suit to uh, to generate the movement on their uh, avatars, which we are also building right now in combo uh, together with another partner, which is uh, Replica, an amazing avatar studio from Rotterdam. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you will be able to see that and you will be able to use that. Um, you 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 powered uh, Mr. Pikema, right? We powered Mr. Pikema, yeah, yeah. Actually, Seedman, if you haven't seen that, I know that some of the tech is already a bit outdated, and it's an Unreal Engine four video. But about two years ago, uh, we made a or a year and a half, two years ago, we made a showcase with Harry Pikema, you know, the Albert Hein guy. And uh, in that movie, you steal his, uh, you see his virtual avatar, and that was all recorded with Mosen Mofella XN suit. Also, there's actually a monkey in there, a big gorilla. And uh, that gorilla is actually our founder, Daniel van der Waals, using the Movella accent suit. <laughs> yeah. You can be anyone in the metaverse, right? Yeah. yeah, you can be anyone in the metaverse. Cool. So I have yeah. another question here. Uh, oh, this question is actually from uh, the gorilla, the, 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 the metaverse chimp himself, Mr. Daniel van der Waals. I'm curious, this one's for you, Remco. I'm curious what your view is on integrated haptic feedback in the Exense Movella suits, Remco. Is this also an added value compared to using something like AI camera for motion capture? So I, I would like to expand on that question. Um, uh, what's the future of Exense Movella suits? Yeah, yeah, so first on the haptics, I yeah. I think it's at some point, you know, haptics will be included, and for sure, you know, if this metaverse, uh, if, if 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 you know, if this is going, if if this is happening, you know, just like you said before with the smelling, you know, and then you have the feeling, you know, it 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 combines, you know, we are going to expand, you know, our our uh, uh, what is it called, our senses, you know, yep. the the smell, the feeling, you know, the movement, everything is going to be included, yeah, just to make this 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 experience richer mm. so i'm sure haptics will be included as well um i don't uh, i cannot elaborate on plans that we have uh but you know uh, yeah this is like a, a logical step and you see it also there's also uh suits out there you know that combine this yeah you have a haptic those are you can you can put them on your on your chest and you feel you know when there's an impact yeah it's really cool, and you have it in gloves. You know that then you, when you pick something up, that you actually feel, even though there's nothing, but it still feels like you pick something up. So it's it's all developing. Yep. And if you then see, um, yeah, the the future of mocap. You know, I think you know there's there's a, a few uh, tracks on this. Now, first of all, yeah, we we just talked about you know this AI, and we mm-hmm. talked about sitting right at your desk. You know what you see a lot now is virtual influencers. You see VTubers, you know, men's, uh, virtual YouTubers. Yep. Uh, and this is, you know, it's now it's it's doable, you know, to get it done. But you, yeah, it's 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 quite some effort to get it uh, right, you know, yep. and to get it nicely. And yep. I think this is where you know. A lot of of stuff will happen in the in the in the current future, yeah. um, you know, like like simpler setups for motion capture, uh, 
almost uh, towards the consumer kind of, uh, uh, of market. Mm -hmm. So this is where it's going. That is that is for one. And then on the upper side, you know, um, the, the, the like the, the uncanny valley is going to get. <laughs> yeah. We're going to cross it by miles. You know, we already see it. You know, if you if you see uh, Star Wars, Blade Runner, uh, yeah. Thanos. <clears throat> yeah, Thanos behind me yeah, is yeah. also. Yeah, it's it's almost so real that you don't know. You know, if it, is it is it is it VFX? Is it real? You do, yep. it's, it's almost um, uh, indistinguishable. Yep. And this this is getting more and more. And this is also where we see happening. You know, face together with the body, together with the fingers. You know, this whole setup that is going to be integrated so much yep. that it's flawless. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw a video, and uh, I mean, uh, for those of you in chat there, and Remco probably also knows this, of course, we're building your open metaverse on uh, the Unreal Engine. Uh, but of course, the other big player in the field uh, is Unity Engine. And um, I've been amazed lately at the MetaHuman video. So this MetaHuman is basically uh, like a plugin for Unreal Engine developed by Epic Games, which allows you to create super hyper-realistic um, uh, human avatars but uh, Unity of course is the other big player in the field and I was blown away this week by a video for, uh, from them really a released video from them which was a real time uh, it was a cinematic of a real time environment that can also be experienced real time uh, with a, a sort of meta human in there and it was also so realistic that I literally thought three times seriously to myself is this real or is this is, is the woman just real and is it a virtual production or is she also a, a, an avatar yeah no, the, 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 it was indeed i was blown away just like you I, I like you i was i was blown away by the meta humans first when i saw them for the first time yeah. and this one this one was the same you know it was like wow and and also the point is so these these meta humans i kind of find them like uh perfect picture people you know yep. they're all pretty beautiful people uh and this unity and not that that she was like ugly but she was like not perfect you know really yep. human yeah that's uh, what made it so realistic and yeah, that's the funny thing yeah. Yeah, because somehow you know how in the matrix um uh, Agent Smith in the first movie at the end when he's trying to break Morpheus he says did you know that the first Matrix was the perfect utopia and you humans just couldn't accept it it's in the trend. it was too yeah. perfect and your brain just was perfect. suffering <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. but, my, but it's, it's really like that you know things only become realistic to us when they're no longer really perfect and in that yeah. way perfection is actually in imperfection uh, well, let's yeah, quickly. Yeah. I want to quickly for those of you that haven't seen it. Let's uh, quickly go and have a look at um, at our very own showcase from uh, from last year. So this was before we were your open metaverse when we were trying to yeah, find funding yeah. with our CEO Alex, still uh, a young man with less hair. Ah, good to see you. It's in Dutch. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, maybe you have to know that, that this guy in the Netherlands is, is very yeah, maybe, famous. Yeah, I'll pause it for a second. So this guy is a, a famous Dutch guy, celebrity here. He used to do the commercials for the biggest grocery uh, chain in the Netherlands. And he did this, uh, this showcase with us. Over to bring. That do we natuurlijk al heel erg lang. Al sinds we rond een kampvuur zaten. So, Beamer doet dat ook. Maar dan 
met iets meer mogelijkheden. En dat begint met een kopje yeah, koffie. He's talking about you can be anything, right? In yeah. this, in, in this uh, virtual environment. Yeah, he's talking about the importance of immersive storytelling and that basically all channels of communication are about that. Omgezet in een virtuele werkelijkheid. Digitally. Dat is wonderbaar. Ja, dit is heel krachtig omdat ze de wereld niet laten zien hoe die is, maar hoe die kan zijn. En bij het vertellen van deze verhalen heeft technologie altijd centraal gestaan. Of dat nu een kampvuur was, of deze wereld. Kunst, en deze wereld is right, is like a test environment, right? But you you develop. I've seen this before, like these images. So I'll just pause it there, and we can switch back because I just wanted to show it. Anybody that wants to see this, by the way, can go and find it on our on our YouTube channel, Beam Up. But this world was actually crafted uh, from the ground up by um, our partner uh, VR Division in, in Istanbul, which at the time I was actually working there. <laughs> so that was before I joined BeamUp. Uh, and so this was the first project on which I worked together with BeamUp uh, to create a virtual environment. And this is supposed to represent the Utrecht, which is the Dutch city where our office is located in the future. And uh, if you see the video, you see that uh, there's an ocean uh, around the city because we're already calculating on uh, the um on the uh on the ocean uh, levels rising yeah <laughs> all right i i didn't get that from the videos <laughs> no. <laughs> no, interesting. now you know this and you go back you'll see you'll you'll probably see it because there's a dutch train in there and uh, you know kind of uh, yeah. the landscape Can all of that see it now. yep so uh yeah. let's see there is um we have all the videos. Yeah. So, so question I wanted to ask you, um, Remco. Um, let's see here. You write about motion print. Can you tell us a bit more about what exactly are you doing and perhaps the topics uh, that you're covering with that? So motion print, maybe you can explain first what that is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, a great question because uh, um, uh, it's something that I, it's, it's a concept that, that is forming actually in my head. So, when you move, you know, we are in motion capture, so we, we digitize motion. And when you move, and so when you see somebody move, you can almost recognize somebody by the way that they walk and they move. You know, maybe sometimes you're in the office and you hear somebody coming down the hall and by the tread, you know, of their walk, you know, oh, you know, that's, I don't know, that's Eddie, he's coming. I know it's him. And then he comes in and it's, it's clear. And it's it's also it's it's been scientifically proven actually I I heard when I talked about it that yep. you know your motion is actually very unique you know it's 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 like a fingerprint so motion print yeah so that, uh, it's similar you know it's 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 so unique as your fingerprint that it that it call yeah you could call it a motion print um, and we actually tested it internally you know we 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 uh, we captured you know different. Uh, people within the company, and we showed the data to other people. Yeah. And people actually recognize, ah, you know, that's, that's Remco, that's, that's Job, you know. <laughs> you know I, I, can, I can see it, you know. And probably if you do it at, uh, at your company, and I yeah. don't know, you, know you, would, you would probably recognize Daniel. Say, hey, it it you know, goes beyond that. that. I'll, I'll tell, I mean, for those that have been watching our uh, State of the Metaverse, a.k.a. AMA in the past, they probably know that I, I talked about the fact that I play uh, games like Apex Legends. And so Apex Legends is a kind of computer game where you play with a mouse and keyboard. So there's no no physical motion. And yet, 
I can tell you from years and years of playing, if you play with some people all the time, you can recognize them by their movement patterns. You can just instantly yeah. know that who it is just because everybody has a, a very unique way of doing stuff. And so I can totally see that if you have a motion capture suit, with ca which captures so much more data of how you actually, actually move, it will be very obvious uh, that you can recognize people by that. Yeah. 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 For sure, that's 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 indeed true. And I think you know when the metaverse, then you know when we're in the metaverse, everyone also wants you know it's human to be unique. You know everyone wants to be unique. And now you already see you know people with avatars and either in games or Fortnite, you know wherever they want to be unique. You know they have their own hairstyle, they have their own clothing. You know they buy NFTs with clothing. You know everything is okay. People are making themselves unique. But on top of this, you can be extra unique, you know, with your movement. Yep. Um, and I even think it could be like your, um, your, you know, it's like your base, you know. You can be, you can look whatever you want, but you, you will not move differently. So you can change your avatar, but you can still move the same, you know. So this inner self, you know, is, is, is going everywhere. And I think that there's something in there. Um, yeah. You know, you could record it and then you can have your own motion print, apply it to your own avatar. Um, and even, you know, we were talking about move AI. Yeah. You know, if you, if you would put AI over this motion print, you can even expand the database yeah. you know, and have like your own unique uh, movement pattern. Um, and, and then, and I think it's very interesting because, you know, well, if I see myself, I'm looking at myself now, you know, like 80% is about what I, you know, express with my, my, uh, my hands or my, mm. my head, you know, there's all these uh, little twitches that you oh, yeah. do that, that communicate a lot. Yep. And you don't, you don't see that now in, uh, in all the metaverses that are there, you know, it's like standard motions, you know, yep. you turn, you walk. You, you, yeah, that's turning, walking, sitting, you know, that's yep. about it. Yep. But there's, there's no, there's nothing extra. So there's a lot of ground to gain in adding motion to the metaverse uh, if you want to communicate in an effective way. Yeah. So this is where this motion print, um, yeah, brings value, I guess. Yeah, it could be interesting. I mean, uh, now we're unlocking our phones with uh, a fingerprint, uh, but uh, perhaps, and we're thinking about science fiction, like scan somebody's eyeball, but maybe in the metaverse, if you want to get in that special VIP Exense Movella party, you have to do your little dance in front at the door to get in. <laughs> Open sesame, you know that. Yep. Well, Let's see. Sure. So, and, and, and let's see if it's, uh, it's now a, a password. Why not a pass motion? Yeah, exactly. I can totally see that. So there's some stuff going on in chat. Let's quickly check uh, that we're uh, involving everybody that is so uh, so loyally listening and joining uh, the session today. So Marky said, uh, imagine Apex Legends with VR mocap. A lot of screens and tables are going to get destroyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh man, I already sometimes destroy my set when I'm... Because I don't know if you guys have this, but when I'm gaming, I can't help but move with what I'm doing, I'm just, I'm such a, I don't know, my body is such a part of the things I do. And then I move to the right or I hit my head into the microphone or I'm... Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was also ready with consoles, you know, I was driving, you're driving like this, you know, to yeah. the right. And it doesn't help anything, but you still do it, you know? Yeah. 
Cool. So what else is there? Hey man, I mean eye tracking is in some VR headsets too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like digital digital DNA. I like that. Gabi, Gabi Swan, digital DNA. Yeah, absolutely. Combine it with body shape and you have your password. Yeah. But then again, body shape could be something that is changeable, of course, in the metaverse. Uh, I'm having my own avatar built and I can tell you that uh, I asked Mao to uh, to get rid of the, the what I call Corona pounds. <laughs> so. Yeah, you can be anyone. Any, yep. Yeah. Cool. So, so there's something else that I'd like to have a look at you uh, at with you, uh, um, Remco. So here we go. Um, smell in the metaverse, something completely different uh, from motion capture. So this article uh, was posted this week. You can also listen on it. It's on uh, vpr.org. And uh, it's about smell in the metaverse. Want to smell in virtual reality. A Burlington-based startup has the technology. So apparently what they have is they have like a kind of little box um, from what I've seen. And it can be hooked up to your headset or something. And then it will release certain smells at certain moments um, when you're in the metaverse. So uh, it, it really sounds super sci-fi-ish. What, yeah. uh, what yeah, it's really cool. I don't know. Have you been to, um, where was it? Um, I've been to a theme park. I think it's the Efteling, actually. Yeah. Uh, and there's also like... Um, um, it's like a Lego. There's like a Lego film. There's all kinds of things are happening, um, and the the, the the chair is moving, and there's like. A, but there's also then uh, water coming over you, like mm -hmm. like raining, and yeah. there's also the smells. So you see, it's it's you know it's 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 it, this is new for for like personal use, but you you hear it more. I think there's also yeah. cinemas that they they uh, ex they they experimented with this, you know, adding smell to your experience. Yeah. But I think it's really cool. Yeah. And, and like we said before, you know, there's all all your senses are going to be yeah. involved in the metaverse, and that's I think also you need to because it's it's. Uh, you know, it could be like a digital representation of of your world, uh, but not a copy. But you still need the 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 the, the experience to make it really worthwhile, right? Yeah. So an, an interesting uh, interesting thing there is. Um, so before you talked about the importance of body language because it makes up such a big part of our communication. I've been a public speaking coach for years, and I always need to explain to people that uh, it's about your words. Only 7%, you know, this is yeah, kind of, Dr. Merabian once said 7% is words and then 38% is your voice modulation, which I'm using yeah. right now. <laughs> and then the rest, you know, 57% is body language. And that's true for presentation. But when it comes to building memories, when you want to imprint something on people, what's even stronger than having involved all these senses, um, body language, actually, I need to go back a little bit. When you're looking at somebody else, we have something in our brains that are called mirror neurons. And these mirror neurons, they they basically mirror whatever the other person is doing in your mind. And this creates a sense of connection and empathy. And so the more you involve different senses, like movement, uh, touching something, etc., your voice, you make a stronger connection. The one thing you can't as a presenter is bring in smell, but it's been scientifically proven that smell is the strongest if you want to retain a memory. And when we're moving to the metaverse and we're going to live in a different reality, we want to have memories of that. And I can tell you as a lifetime gamer that in games that you just play on a screen, it's very hard to have distinctive memories that will stay with you years after. 
you generally only remember like a little, you know, a sense, vague sense of what you did and what it was about. And so I think these kind of sensations will be really important. What do you think? What do you think, Chad? And what do you think, Remco? <clears throat> yeah, that's that's a really interesting concept. And the last thing really resonates with me, you know, about gaming because you know I'm a, I'm a big gamer, and if I and I'm I was while you were talking about it, I was thinking about so what what really stuck with me with all those games you know is there like you know some moments and it's actually true you know it's 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 more about you know the the feeling of being of gaming you know with your friends you know like this experience like you know fighting for with with the the, the co-op version and you know going towards an end goal or a big boss mm -hmm. And, and it's, but it's not that I think, okay, but what, what was the actual level? You know, there are some uh, Call of Duty levels that I can remember, you know, uh, uh, tigering uh, to, uh, through uh, <laughs> on, on the floor, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, in stealth, you know. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so those kind of things in, in Halo, I was a big Halo player and there's so, this bridge that you have to cross and it's like awesome. You know, I those, think this ties into what um, Juan Martinez says in chat. He says another really important or perhaps even more important than smell is emotion. And I think that's what you're describing because in these moments, uh, you're feeling that emotion. And so that come, ties back to how we originally started building uh, on the metaverse with Beamup with the idea of immersive storytelling, right? It's all about that immersive story. You need to be there in the moment with as many of your senses as possible, I guess. Yeah, yeah and I, that's true. Because I also, so for the metaverse, I also think, so we are all talking about the technical side of it, eh, mostly, mm -hmm. with the discussions, uh, interoperability, um, you know, what kind of platform will it be? Will it be VR? Will it not? Is AR involved? You know, all these things that you see coming by, you know, how will NFTs be utilized? How is crypto going to be incorporated? All, all those discussions, and they're great, of course. But... You know, what I miss a bit is indeed, you know, this 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 personal experience. You know, if you yeah. want to have an, an event in 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 the metaverse, mm -hmm. you know, when I think about concert, you know, it's always, you know, this this aesthetic feeling, you know, when you know a, a certain um, song comes up and you feel the excitement in the crowd, you know, you see like, oh, you know, this is this song. <laughs> I love it. And everybody goes like, wow, you know, or this is like, oh, they never played this song, you know. Is that the song or the Amsterdam it. snack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's like, but feeling, and you need to replicate that feeling. I got a feeling. Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. And that is, and that is something that, uh, and you need to be, you need to feel that the presence of others, you know, and I think that is where, where we need to build, you know, how can you feel the presence of others around you? Yeah. And that is, uh, and I, I probably, like you said, you know, smell, uh, haptics, you know, all these things will help. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. So I have, um, thank you so much for that Remco. So it's almost five o'clock, but we started a bit late. So of course we're going to end a bit late. You know, you guys know me. Uh, and girls and non-gender people. Uh, <laughs> so um, let's. Uh, there's one more video I would like to have a look at. And so this one is uh, is from our internal development team. Uh, they are hard at work to create some of the first meta experience that will be launched with the platform 
and that we also will use to bring on bring bring on board some of the big brands and showcase the possibilities. So I, I'd quickly like to uh, have a look at that with chat, and uh, I look forward to all of your input and questions. But this is work that's being done on an environment called Maximus, where there will be a massive inside swimming pool. This is not Unreal, no? This is all in Unreal Engine, yes, absolutely. Yeah, our developers have something for uh, Superman. They want to fly around. <laughs> I had to tell them to uh, give this uh, lady a pair of pants because the first time they made the recording, uh, it didn't really work out the way we wanted it to for a uh, public stream. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the, uh, the, the Unreal Engine 5 uh, introduction video. You remember that one? Yeah. It's also flying between the mountains. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like this. So this is uh, Arthur at work. And uh, like we discussed before, it's all about details. So what he's doing here is adding a lot of detail uh, shrubbery. Um, and although some of these uh, pieces, you can actually get them and they're basically pre-made, well, pre I'll just call it, I'm no expert. It, even with pre-made stuff, it still takes a massive amount of work to get it just right so that it doesn't flip in the wrong places. Um, but uh, if you compare this to a few years ago, it's, it's becoming so much easier to build these uh, amazing environments, so. Yep. Nice cool. job, guys. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's see what the chat said. Hey, I'm working on something similar. Flying around worlds looks awesome. Cool. Well, keep keep on working, uh, Juan. And if uh, if you want to share experiences sometime, uh, hop on our Discord to talk to our dev team. Uh, they will definitely appreciate that. Um, let's see. Anything else? Any more? Are there any more questions, uh, chat, for Remco? Because uh, he's been here uh, for an hour now. And I have to say that despite all the technical difficulties of the camera not working and some of the videos not working, uh, we managed to pull it all together and still uh, do a, a one-hour broadcast already. So uh, did you guys come up with any good questions for me in the meantime? Cowboy style, right? Just Cow go. Cowboy style, yep. Uh, just like I said, you know, LFG. I won't say that. <laughs> I think we already had a lot of questions. I have to say that the uh, YouTube chat was amazingly active uh, today. More than, uh, than I've been used to in the past. Great session, says Daniel. Yeah, you're biased. Daniel, you're super biased. Of oh. course. Please. <laughs> we have uh, a lot of uh, World of Warcraft conversation going on about Ogrimmar versus Undercity. I like that. James says, hey, Marky says, uh, we try. Oh, by the way, Marky, I read your comment about uh, you, you, you can't deal with certain smells and uh, you don't want to be gagging while you're shooting. Uh, so I guess we never have to send you to a real war. <laughs> that won't work. <laughs> how much is a suit? Which is a great question from Gabi. So how much does the Accents Movella suit cost at this uh, moment, uh, Remco? Well, the, the 
the start. <clears throat> so if you, if you want to buy a suit that wants and you want to uh, have an avatar moving, uh, it's like three and a half k for a suit, and then you have like two hundred fifty per month to uh, to make the data work. Okay. So that's it. Yeah. And then from there it goes up, you know, for uh, yeah to make it more accurate, make it more ease of use, you know, make it uh, even better and uh, and more uh, elaborate. Okay. But that's where it starts. Okay. Yeah. So three and a half k for the suit and uh, a monthly fee for the data processing. And um, exactly. can we expect any uh, technological uh, deflation in our powers uh, to work there? Rights law. If you guys uh, sell a uh, hundred thousand suits, will the prices go down? Well, can we expect anything there, or or will this always be something like the Formula One, where uh, Movella suits will always represent the the premium elite uh, in motion capture uh, that we use for uh, you know artists and events, um, and that that people won't be yeah. using at home? What's 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 your thoughts? Uh, it, it's a it's a logical question. Yeah, we. We tend to stay in the in the high level of motion capture because that's you know that's where our uh, our strength is you know the accuracy yep. uh, and you know there's a lot of work going into this accuracy there's a lot of algorithms you know behind that uh, that make it all work you know there's there's years of work in this uh, we have like uh, you know a, a big huge uh, uh, department working on it daily so that's that's our our strength. Um, but I, I won't say you know we will never go into you know a a a, a more uh, affordable suit for mm. for for home. You know I won't say we won't do it. Yeah. Um, when is the, and, the, the yeah. Xsense Model Three coming out? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Model it, Y. It, let's go. Model X. Model yeah. Max. That'd be nice. No, no, but it's for sure, you know, it's it's something that we are looking at. And at some point, you know, you have to, you know, you have to go there as well. Um, but it, it won't be happening on the short term, you know, for sure. Okay. Well, um, I mean, that, that doesn't really matter. I mean, I don't think that people, everybody at home wants to... Uh, to, to get into a Movella action suit every time they go into the metaverse. But I think that uh, for levels of immersion and the quality of events uh, and future productions, uh, you really want that level of quality. So, uh, yeah, sounds yeah. like a very clear value proposition. Yeah, but if you know, at some point, if you just would need, you know, a few sensors to, uh, to put on, uh, you know, on your body, I would imagine, you know, people at home would do it. But yeah, yeah then and there's you know a lot of work has to be done to get that done because yeah. now we use 17 sensors you know to get it all perfect. Yeah, um, yeah and if you want to do that with a few sensors, you know it takes a lot of work to make that done. But yeah. I don't see it. You know, uh, I see it happening at some point. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Well, that kind of brings us to uh, to the end, I think. Um, Let's see. Did we? Did we? Did we? We basically covered everything. I think that for me now, what is left is to talk a little bit about um, what's coming next week. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we have some things to cover. Okay. So first of all, Demko, thank you so much uh, for for joining us today and for giving us this enlightenment look behind the screens of what's going on with Excellence Mofella, the world of motion capture and how it pertains to the metaverse as a whole. Um, for uh, for the chat out there, for anybody watching this episode later, 
if they want to know more about you or about Xsense Movella, where do they go? Yeah, so if you want to know more, look me up on LinkedIn. That's where I'm most active. Remco Sikama. It's uh, R Sikama, I guess. Uh, but just look, look me up and uh, connect with me. And uh, yeah, you can find everything on the xsense.com website and the movella.com website. So just uh, Movella is, uh, is uh, we rebranded re it to Movella. And on the corporate level, we are called Movella. Uh, on the product level, we are still known as Xsense uh, because of the, the name that we build up. So uh, look us up and uh, yeah, get in contact if you need anything. Uh, motion capture, avatars, you know, hook me up. I'm always interested to talk about it awesome so for you guys out there thank you remco i will make sure that we put all of the information that remco just gave us also in the uh the subtitle or what is it called the um the information underneath the youtube video so you can always look it up there uh click the links and go and, and check it out um very important uh update for this week on wednesday we will have a new guest in our metaverse exploring event which uh, is still growing in popularity around the world so Pitek Korkmaz uh, is one of the sandbox creators and he's coming to talk about creating your own world in the sandbox, uh, which is obviously not nearly as cool as building it in your open metaverse in the future. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, sandbox is a, is a different kind of metaverse, different value proposition, uh, but uh, super cool in itself. And so he's going to be talking about that in Metaverse Explorers. So uh, I highly recommend any of you that are interested to join us for that session. Um, in the next state of the metaverse, which is next Friday evening, we are going to have a special guest, uh, a new partner of your open metaverse. Um, so, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. It's going to be super interesting, super valuable episode. Also, for those of you that uh, are less interested in the virtual reality side and more interested in the future of our company and our platform, aka if you're an investor. Um, let's see, what more? We, oh yeah, so this was the first episode, <laughs> despite the technical difficulty difficulties that we had, that we are going to turn into a podcast. At least I hope we're going to turn it into a podcast. Um, I don't know about that yet. We'll have to see because we had a lot of technical difficulties. But what I can say is that if we don't do it for this one, then 100% guaranteed starting next episode every single State of the Metaverse episode will be turned into a podcast and will be released on basically all the platforms out there. So Spotify, Apple, uh, iTunes, all of that good stuff. So you can always listen to it on your way to work in the morning or on your way back home in the evening uh, later during the week or on Saturdays. Um, so that's that should be, should be really cool. Really looking forward to that. And then finally, um, we at Your Open Metaverse, uh, we have also been, and this is uh, unfortunately a less uh, nice note, but uh, the, the Ukraine war has, uh, has had an impact around the world. And it also has had an impact uh, here at Your Open Metaverse because several of our team members um, uh, were UK people uh, from the Ukraine. Some of them actually living in the Ukraine throughout the period that they were working for us and others of them living outside of the Ukraine. Um, I just want to say also for them, we've also told them internally, um, our hearts and um, our thoughts go out to you all the time. Um, unfortunately, we have already seen that, uh, it, you know, some of the people that we worked with in Ukraine, it became almost impossible to work with them. And that's just heartbreaking uh, to see. Um, so, um, yes, we, 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 
we yeah we ask everybody to support these people as you can um on the other hand um there's some good news we are actually again hiring um we're looking for unreal engine developers so if you know anybody um this is the moment to step forward again and join the troops of the metaverse so on that note i want to fin finalize today's show i know that all of you guys really wanted to see my face again you were looking forward to it all week but unfortunately uh technology uh didn't want to work with me today I will go and work on fixing that for next week. And until then, I have a special piece of music for you. See you later and on the flip side. Stream.